Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Caffeine Before Bed. This week, we have Father Dears. Father, would you like to uh, say hi? Hello, all. So, this week, I kind of wanted to talk about something that's uh, starting to hit me. It hasn't quite hit me yet, but it's, you know, as you get towards the end of school and people start asking you, hey, what are you going to do after college? And then you have to come up with some answer. You know, I started to think about how that's going to look. So I kind of wanted to talk with you about that and your experience as you... Oh, I know it was so long ago. Uh, hey, no. <laughs> your experience, you know, coming out of college and then into the real world and what that looked like, you know, from a job perspective, but also from a familial and social perspective. Sounds good. Go ahead. The floor is yours. The floor is mine. <clears throat> well, so I would say, so let's just uh, set the stage and the groundwork, right? So for you, you're just finished up your junior year. So you're somewhere between your junior and senior year and finish up your senior year. And then it's uh, off into uh, real life. Um, the cliche these days is that, oh, yeah, you graduate from school and you move back home. Uh, with your parents, and you mooch off them for the next, you know, four years, and and that, and so I I will say, well, first the disclaimer, I I am going to say a lot of things that I believe, but I wouldn't necessarily apply them all to the current family situation, specifically with you, in in a wooden way. So there's a lot of grace and love and coming alongside um along the way because every situation is different and i think that's how how we have to deal with a lot of situations in life like you you believe things should be a certain way and should a should follow you know b should follow a and that but life doesn't always um play out that way so so i would say like great you're between your junior and senior year um best case you you know you you're back home you find a a job that's in your field, tangentially related to your field. You can make some money, but you're primarily getting experience. Best case, right? And um, and the worst case would be uh, you're just you have a job because you need to make money. Um, so so that's the thing. It, you know, getting in that rhythm and school is not that rhythm because school is a completely artificial environment. Um, but getting in the rhythm of, hey, daily, I'm going to, you know, I get up at the same time and I go and I work and I, you know, put my hand to the plow and then come home. Um, you know, that's kind of the the summer thing. Um, and then you go, you do your senior year, maybe you have another internship, maybe you work. And then after that, um, you know, you, yeah, if you, yeah, if you need to come home for a little bit, great. But the reality is, is we have been preparing you for 20 plus years and it is this gradual growth and coming alongside and you're growing and maturing and adding more skills. And, and so the, the reality is you get to a point where it's just kind of natural and it just happens. And it's just like, yeah, I feel like I'm prepared in any number of ways and I'm going to go find a job. You've had a variety of jobs over the years. You know how that works. You know how applying works. You know how interviewing works. You know how 
you know, getting a paycheck and paying for different things works. And, you know, so it's just kind of a natural progression that after school, um, you know, it's just on a little bit bigger scale and, but you're off and doing your own thing. And so that's, that's kind of the expectation. And as a parent, you know, I feel like, okay, I've, you know, it, sometimes better, sometimes worse, been bringing you along in that way, encouraging you to have jobs, um, making you pay for certain things. And and so, you know, we joke that, you know, you, you don't work and, you know, you don't eat sort of thing. The reality is, like, in a, in a year and a half, two years, that will be the case. Like, you're going to be on your own, and if you're not bringing an income, you're not going to have a lot of things. Um, and so as a parent, where we are now, I don't want to be subsidizing, this is going to sound worse than it is, subsidizing laziness. Right. And that's, and that's fair because the expectation is, you know, you go out, you get a job. And the whole point is, like you said, the training. And I think that's something that a lot of, it doesn't hit a lot of people until they get to their junior, senior year in college or high school, depending on, you know, what their life life trajectory is looking like. But the whole idea of there is a life beyond school mm-hmm. is something that doesn't hit you. Just because, you know, I'm turning 21 this summer. And so mm-hmm. for the last... Let's see, I started school when I was four. You can do the math. 17 years. Mm-hmm. I, I will have been in school, right? So there's so much habit with that that's just been the life and you know you only gain consciousness around two or three years old anyway so you know most of your 16 yeah depending yeah uh life choices good life choices don't start until later but that's (laughs) different uh but the point is you have you spend so much time in school that you that when you actually come towards the end of it there can be that feeling of what now and i think there is that for me at least to an extent of looking for, you know, I still have quite a bit of stuff to get done at school. I have I have a hefty amount of high-level classes to finish up, and that's all well and good. But then it's the... You, you can't just focus on that anymore. You've had that luxury, well, I've had that luxury for, uh, for however long, but then now it's time to look beyond... And I think that's, as I'm looking for short-term jobs this summer, I think that's encouraging to see as I'm going and looking through jobs. There's a lot of, in the field that I'm looking for, uh, even though some of you who have listened to and have been on the show before have, have made fun of the media and communications degree, the the applicability of, of jobs with that degree is actually pretty high and it's and it looks good the only problem with applying for jobs now is a lot of the good ones the ones that look fun and make a lot of money are require the bachelor's degree which i still don't have yet so mm-hmm. we're working on that but that's that's kind of the thing right you you move towards it and then once you get there it's that the what now and i think that i have somewhat of a handle on it i do know that yeah i guess i don't know if it's been joking growing up or half joking or not joking at all it could be a blend of all three you know depending on the moment but there is that expectation of you finish school and you're not hanging around a lot and i think that there's you know you come out of school and there can be a month or two where you're getting you're getting your kind of girding your loins so to speak you're getting everything in order before you ship out and i think that's fair 
And right. for me personally, my plan is to do that, whether that's to get a job locally and get an apartment nearby or get a remote job and travel the world, whatever it ends up being. There's a whole lot of variables and I can't determine that now. But the overall plan is to to ship out. Yeah, so, and, and, and I would say in raising boys specifically, that is, so yes, it's not joking and it is joking because obviously we we want to help and support you guys you know, as you set off on your own. But, you know, the the whole goal all along is to get you on a trajectory where eventually you launch and you are on your own. And one comment you made about, you know, you have a lot of high-level classes. And I think even that in itself is preparing you for, you know, the next high-level class, which is life after college. And so, yeah, you're going to have a lot of big classes and a lot of responsibility and a lot of assignments. And it's not going to look like, you know, worksheets and things like that, like when you're in grammar school, it's going to look a lot like the assignments that we all have in the real world. And you have to work with all sorts of people like you have been doing and getting things done and at a higher level. And so I think even that is like the next step to, you know, having a big, um, a big job on your own post school too. So then a question for you is, as I'm going through this phase, and I'm kind of in the pre-phase, you've gone through it before. So what did it look like for you going through that final year of college and then falling out of the birds, the proverbial bird's yeah. nest? Yeah, and so, <clears throat> so I would say leading up to that, it was, you know, similar. I'd go home and I'd get a, a summer job. And I was, again, I was a communications uh, major much like yourself. And I didn't, but I wasn't a writer. So I had, I was more TV, film, um, that sort of thing, which didn't afford a lot of opportunities um, when I would travel the 1,500 miles back home for the summer. So, you know, I just had regular summer jobs. I uh, worked different jobs, worked at a worked at a hotel and a variety of other things. And then, <clears throat> but then post, post-college, I mean, I really, I never considered going back home like and and so that probably plays into my mindset the way i talk to you guys too just because that's the way i did it so i went and i went 1500 miles away to school too because i wanted to i wanted to go have adventures and be on my own i loved where i grew up and i loved my family and i loved my friends that i had a lot of which stayed close to home but i wanted to set off and um have adventures so i went 1500 miles away to school and then post-school being a tv film guy and you know i was like well i'm gonna go to los angeles that's just what i'm gonna do and so i you know networking i had some contacts i had one of my professors at school had a you know had some contacts in la for me and i knew uh I, and honestly i don't even know how i knew uh this guy now lance who's a friend um i don't even remember how i met him shoot i should probably remember how i met him but anyway but he lived out there and he was like hey you know you can come you know, live with me for a few weeks, you know, while you're looking for something. And so, you know, after I graduated, it was, okay, I'm just going to put all my stuff in my car. And instead of going, you know, east back home, I'm going to go west to LA and, you know, see what I can do. I just, I knew that's where I wanted to be and what the jobs were going to be. And so I had a free place to, you know, couch to stay on for a few weeks and I'll go, you know, hit the pavement and so and that's what i did and there's some other you know uh extenuating circumstances along the way um like the uh, largest earthquake to hit la in 100 years but beyond that 
it was, uh, you know, I did. I lived on his couch and I did a few odd jobs and I met people, people like the network that I had. was like, hey, well, yeah, come meet with me. I'm like, okay. So I'd go meet with them. I'd hang out for the day on, you know, on a commercial set. Someone was shooting a commercial or I'd go do things. And then I did a little job for, for um, an actress who needed some stuff done. And then eventually I got, you know, a real job, entry level job. And it was just pounding the pavement. And then, and then at the church I was going to, you know, there were postings for people that needed roommates and apartments. So I was like, oh, I gotta do that. And then one job led to another. But it was, it really was kind of a, a leap of faith. And that's the other thing that I really, I want, I want to encourage because when you are 21 and, um, and, and, in all honesty, you do have a safety net to fall back on. If things go horribly wrong, of course you're welcome to come back home. But I also would say, in the interim, I want you to take big leaps. And so if, if say, you graduate and you're like, you know, I, I really think that, you know, uh, there's, there's probably a lot of opportunities, or you're looking online. There's a lot of opportunities in, in Miami. Okay, so go move there. And try it out, you know, find, find a, you know, network somehow and go do that or go, or if you want to go, you know, travel the world. And if you have some remote gig, like go do that. And, I, and so, so I just don't, I, what I don't want is I don't want the, um, I don't know what's next. And so I'm, and so I'm not going to do anything, you know, the, it either, the laziness or the analysis paralysis or, you know, any of those sorts of things that lead to inaction, like take action. Um, there's, That's, yeah, there's yeah. the, the uh, idea of, I think, I don't know if this can, this happens a lot, but I, I would assume based on the different types of human nature, I'm sure that it's happened before. The idea of, as you get out from college, you're looking for the perfect job instead of just, you know, go, getting a good starter job. And obviously there's some wisdom in finding, you know, a job that's prob that allows you enough enough money and flexibility to fit your situation and and what you want to do. Obviously you're not going to get a master's degree in uh, astrophysics and then work at a diner probably. You're probably going to go at some something that that befits your skills to an extent. But I think that there's also value in uh, kind of s sending it, so to speak, on that on the first job because you're gonna work there for a couple years and then you can you can move on as opportunities come up. But then just trying out and not being paralyzed by finding the perfect job is is something as well. And I think that's kind of what you did. I mean, you you just <laughs> you just jumped off the the cliff and built your wings on the way down, which is certainly one way to go about it. Uh, yeah, because th my first few things were a day. I mean, it, it wasn't like a year job. It was a day. <laughs> um, Weird Al was shooting a music video, and they're like, we need a production assistant for a day. Okay. You know, and you might make 40 bucks, something. Okay, I got a day's worth of work. There was another commercial I did. I think it was, and it was like a half a day, and you make a few bucks, and then you know, and then uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. This is what I love, is because I did these day gigs, but now I can name drop like crazy. Um, 
Crosby, Stills, and Nash. They're like, I, we need someone to hang out with the band for the day. And, uh, you know, if they need food or whatever, you need to go get it for them. So, like, okay, I'll do that. You know, these guys are legends. And I'm hanging out in a room with them all day. Um, so, yeah, and, you know, but it was. It was, okay, I got 40 bucks. Now I can, you know, pay some insurance and I can do whatever. But, you know, you piece it together. But you're having adventures and you're you know, memories you're never going to forget. And, but you're right. Like try something. You, that's it. Yeah. You, it's not going to be the perfect thing coming out of school. It's, it's never going to be the perfect thing your entire life. You're going to move around. And that's the beauty of it. And that's the beauty of both the job market today, the world we live in, the global economy, remote work. Um, and, you know, it, it's, it's not the millennial cliche where, you know, if they get a job and then don't get promoted in a week, you know, they quit and go find something else. Or if they don't get a raise after, you know, a month, they feel undervalued. But there is opportunity to move and advance your career by moving around these days and trying a bunch of things. So I really hope all of you guys just take a leap and, you know, try something. And if it doesn't work out, oh, well. You know, try something else. And we've had a lot of, we've seen a lot of examples of that. And these guys have landed all over the place. And it's fun. Yeah, it's fun all over the see. world. Yeah. And, you know, and hopefully you have some of those just great experiences and are able to do that sort of thing. Um, and That's... so, it, but I think, I think the overall takeaway from me is like, I, I'm not, I'm not going to subsidize. Like if you need to come home for a bit, great. But I'm not going to subsidize just hanging out and be like yeah I, I need to decide what the perfect job is you know after school like no that's not going to fly like you're going to graduate from school and you're going to have all these skills that you've gained in 16 years of school and um you're going to go put them to something and if you can't figure out what it is and it ends up being um you know uh whatever you know just go do it and um it'll either be it'll be either be so bad working at Taco Bell that you're like, I really need to find something real or you'll actually find something that's like, Nope, this is great. This is a great adventure and be off doing it. And I think I'm a split personally. I think I'm a split between the two extremes, which is, you know, I would call it the ideal situation, but you know, it's <laughs> also my own view on things. I think what it'll probably be is I get, I get back from school probably have already applied to a couple of places and then you know i have a month or two after grad where it's either like part of it's probably searching for stuff unless i'm already i get an employed right off rip and then like a month of working and getting kind of getting into the groove of things and getting some getting some money and then after that you know shipping out because I, I don't know if it's just because I'm cognizant of the lacking lack of ability to make consistent earnings in Canada due to, you know, international stuff and all that. Sure. Uh, I'm probably not going to come out of grad with lined pockets. So, you know, but so, but so don't, so that's the, that's, I would say that's a fallacy that you well, need I, to. There's, there's a balance, right? You don't want to go into it with no money. That's why, you know, you have a little bit of time to get your feet under you. You don't need to spend the whole summer lining your pockets, but it could be nice to, you know, for some families, depending on the nature of the family. It wouldn't necessarily work for our family, but different family dynamic could absolutely work where you, you know, I don't know, you pay rent to your parents and whatnot, but 
different strokes for different folks, I suppose. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's why in any family and with any kids, like knowing the frame your kid, how you raise them, all those sorts of things can impact how that looks post-college. So like I said at the beginning, I have I have my beliefs and the way I think, and a lot of that is based on all of that experience that I had. But then I know that all of my kids are different and I have to be able to to adjust and love them where they are. And uh, even if it's tough love at times. <laughs> oh, of course. And tough love or not, even if you're hounding me for for not having a job, you know, there's there there's always the training that'll trump feelings, you know. There's the mindset of yes, I need a job to uh, to keep progressing. Partly because that's what you've shown through your different life experiences, but then, you know, you growing up, you know, dad goes to work and he does his he does his job and so then that's what's expected of you growing up, even though in the process of growing up that's can look a little different for different people. Yep. For sure. So I would also say that there's also amount of preparation that you need to do ahead of time, especially heading out of school, like making sure you're giving yourself enough lead time, looking for work. Like we know finding jobs takes a while, and especially first time without a network um, and when you're probably going to have to put in a lot of applications, getting started in January and putting some applications, seeing what's out there um, and doing that. So a lot of it's about, like it always is, about preparation and thinking in advance and um, making sure you're prepared for, for what's upcoming. So it's just like anything, anything else. Leaving it to the last minute, you're going to be caught in a in a tough spot. So you know, that's the, it, I would say, especially heading out after your senior year. The first time, just making sure that you're you're prepared and that you're starting to look and think. And that's and that also then shows, you know, a parent, okay, so they've been working at it and it hasn't come through yet. Great. Happy to have them, you know, back home for a little bit. Whereas if, you know, come, come May, you're like, oh, yeah, I, I'm going to move back home because I haven't started looking for work yet. I'm like, uh, I don't know about that. So, you know, there's there's those things. It it <laughs> it all it all ties together. Yes, it does. Well, for those of you keeping track at home, tune back in in another year and a half and see if I made it or not. <laughs> we'll have we'll have a catch up episode, I suppose. <laughs> but in the meantime, thank you all so much for listening. We appreciate you very much. A reminder that there will be new content at thinkingnoises.com if you haven't gone there uh, lately. Do check in on that semi-regularly. We're going to keep content coming there. And if you're new, uh, go check that out. There's some there's some fun stuff on the website. Uh, but with that, I hope you all... Thank you all for listening, and have a wonderful rest of the day.